So as I reference, my, my call to the ministry was very early in my life, uh, uh, as probably a teenager teaching uh, as a camp counselor. Uh, and in my younger days, um, I did feel this call, this, this, this desire, this willingness to lead others in the way of faith, to lead people on this journey of faith that I believed that I was on. Um, this came to me uh, through communion with God's creation in the out of doors. I love to take people outside. Um, I even persuaded, uh, early on in my career, while I was in college, I persuaded the Virginia Annual Conference of the United Methodist Church to let me run a program. Uh, I called uh, for their, uh, in, in the church, in the seminaries, they call it Outdoor Adventure Christian Education. I called it camping. But if you... I learned as you get more into academia and, and more into the complexities, you, we, have to, we have to flesh things out. So outdoor adventure Christian education was a lot easier to sell than camping. So the first program uh, that I ever put together on my own, I called HASL, H-A-S-L-E, High Adventure Spiritual Life Experience. And the conference asked me to put this on for young adults and adults. And so um, I invited people to participate in Hassel. And I would take them into the wilderness. Now, um, my favorite piece of the wilderness in Virginia is uh, up the Rapidan River Basin, up near Camp Hoover, just past Graves Mountain Lodge. Uh, you know, uh, it's near Old Rag Mountain. If you go all the way up to the top of the park right there, you'll wind up at Big Meadows. So you know where that... That was the wilderness that I knew. I spent a lot of time there. And I invited people to come there with me on this journey. So we took people who maybe were not that accustomed to the outdoors and invited them into the wilderness. Now, in the wilderness, things happen that you can't expect, like it might rain on you. And so you learn, you have to first figure out, well, how am I going to stay dry or at least warm and safe even when it's raining? Another one of the favorite things I invite, liked to invite people to do was to come into the darkness, to get away from the place where you just turn a light switch on and the darkness is gone, but instead to to get reacquainted with this idea of, of darkness. Um, the night. And you could do this by taking people uh, camping where there were no electric lights and turn off the lights. You can also take people caving, which I did a few times. I would take people backpacking on these adventures into, into uncertainty. Uh, <clears throat> I called it uh, in, in backpacking terms, this is called bush pushing or bushwhacking. And this is where you leave the trail. And I would say, we're going to go to Big Meadows, but we're not going to walk up the trail that the Park Service has established. Instead, we're going to learn how to use a map and a compass, and we're going to head out across country. And you found your way to Big Meadows without walking on a trail. Now, when you do that, you run into all kinds of uncertainties, like yellow jacket nests or 
snakes, spider webs. Because when you're not walking on a trail, you get a lot of spider webs in your face. And this is what the adventure part of journeying into uncertainty is all about. You do this with the belief that where you are going is the place where you want to be, where you desire to be. And what I would say, where God wants us to be. This journey toward God, this, this faith journey that, that I've experienced for several decades, well, for probably, I'll be 60 in May, um, has been one where I've learned, I didn't always know, but I have learned that um, faith grows in the uncertain places. And so as faithful people, one of our disciplines is to push ourselves into uncertain places. Our job is not to stay hunkered down in our safe little bubble with all the lights on. That faith grows in those places where we push ourselves into adventure or uncertainty. And I found that activities like backpacking, rock climbing, ropes courses, caving, were designed to invite people to... um, to into that uncertainty, uh, and even to a place people would say, well, I'm afraid of the dark, or I'm afraid of heights, or I'm afraid of bugs, or I'm afraid, you see what I mean? Into fear. Now in outdoor Christian adventure education, we don't call it fear. We call it perceived risk. Perceived risk. And so perceived risk is where you invite people into those places to articulate what it is that they're afraid of. Because it's normal. Anybody here afraid of heights? Anybody? Yes, that's a normal thing. You should be afraid when you're at a height. Your, your instincts are good if you're afraid of heights. Afraid of falling? Anybody? Afraid of the dark? Anybody? Afraid of confined spaces? Anybody? Yes. So... Uh, ropes courses, rock climbing, backpacking, mountain climbing, caving, inviting people into all these places that we should be naturally afraid of or into perceived risk. The idea was to experience and articulate our fears while acknowledging all the procedures and safety equipment we have to take care of ourselves. The psalmists, not just this psalmist, but throughout the psalms, the psalmist invites God's people into this same kind of activity. If you, you read the psalmist, over time, one of the things you discover is that psalmists um, are not just there always writing, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Pray. They do that a lot. But another thing they do a lot of is they affirm that on a journey of faith, Uh, If you're going to navigate your way with God, God's going to take you through some unpredictable places, some dangerous places. A journey of faith with God is navigated by the relationship between enlightenment, hope, light, and salvation, and fear, or darkness, or uncertainty. Psalmists go on and on and on describing all the uncertainties, all the fears, all the, ad, all the adversaries, all the challenges, all the threats, and some of them 
do that more than they write, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. There's a beauty in this. The psalmist teaches us that darkness and fear walk hand in hand with light and salvation. That darkness and fear can be the very things that, that take us to the place where the light of God is revealed and we are invited to look outward. The beauty of the Psalms is that they do not present God's salvation as the absence of fear or the absence of adversaries. Salvation instead is the faith to acknowledge the risk, the perceived risk, and the, the trials of life and the challenges of the wilderness, but not let them paralyze you. You see, because uh, God calls us on a journey. Jesus called his disciples and said, come and follow me. He didn't say, hunker down in your boat and stay safe. He said, come and follow me. Come on this journey with me. And this journey is going to involve risks and trials. It's going to involve challenges. And all the while, the light of God's salvation will be revealed. One of the ways that I know people are very frightened <clears throat> is when they close their eyes and they hunker down and they stand still. And this is the opposite of the kind of faith journey that Christ calls us onto, into. Um, the psalmist uh, writes, God, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? This, the psalmist even says, when you are in the midst, he describes all these adversaries and all these challenges and all the darkness that's out there. He said, and yet, in the midst of that, I will sing. I will sing praises to God in the midst of the darkness. God's salvation is revealed and we are strengthened. I love this pattern. I don't know, I'm just, I'm an image guy. And I, I've, I've held it around, use it as a bookmarker sometimes. What I like about it is it's got those little uh, dark circles that look like Pac-Man, Right? Well, the, the, the essence of darkness, of challenges of adversaries is they're, mm, they're coming in at you, right? And the psalmist say, my adversaries surround me. They're coming towards me. Acknowledging, describing in great detail some of the challenges that we face. So that's the, the little Pac-Man coming in. And then there's the, the arrows going out, the, the, the light of the inside calling us to push out, to examine, to seek the salvation of God. It's also kind of cool that it makes the star of David. Kind of, a, kind of a neat thing. Inviting people into um, faith that invites them into exploring or uh, opening themselves up to darkness and fear and describing it, the perceived risks of outdoor Christian adventure, Christian education, is... Um, the invitation that when we are inclined to be afraid, rather than close our eyes and hunker down, the, the, the way of God, the gospel of Christ, says, no, open your eyes and look out. Uh, the, 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 the angled outwardness of the power of the love of God says, don't close your eyes and hunker down. Instead, open your eyes and shine a light on whatever it is that's causing you anxiety. 
Get more information. Get more information, not less. And oh, does our world need to know that now? That not to be paralyzed by fear, but instead be those who will go out and seek ye first the kingdom. Look for the data that you need. Now, as an outdoor adventure Christian education practitioner, one of the ways that I would invite people to do that was to tell them about carabiners. You know what a carabiner is? You know what a carabiner is. Anybody here been on a ropes course, right? You climb up there, right? So people don't like going up into the trees and walking on wires and 50 feet over the ground. So the way that uh, I believe the psalmist would say is, shine light, give, the, give people information if they're going to do this. And so I'd say, well, this is a locking D-ring carabiner. It has a KN strength or a kilo newton rating of 27, which is about uh, 6,000 pounds. It'll pick up a car. And then I'll say, oh, and the ropes that you're using, you know, those have a, a tinsel strength of about 70,000 pounds, uh, 7,000 pounds. And then these cables that you're, and I go into great detail about all the specs of the hardware that they're using to keep themselves safe to enable them to do the risky thing, the perceived risky thing. And so, whether the, ro- the rating of the rope, you can shine a light, figure out, talk about the ropes, talk about the carabiners, talk about the harness you're wearing. This is what I believe the psalmists would say to the people of God in times of trial or anxiety or darkness. Today, it seems to me that we're challenged um, not so much with a lack of information but with the reliability of an abundance, an overabundance of information. Uh, People call it fake news or data or streaming. In some ways, the information that we might seek, we've stopped seeking, we just absorb it now. There's so much, the the little Pac-Men are the information that we allow to come to us. Seems to me the way of faith the way of the psalmist, the way of this journey that Christ invites us is not to be just on the receiving end of whatever data comes across your screen or your media. The way of faith, the way of Christ, if you're going to follow him, is to be a seeker, a seeker of the knowledge of the things that frighten you. Don't allow uh, data to be coming to you. Go out and seek it. Find wisdom in the people and relationships that you have experienced love in. Seems to me that people came to Jesus and they listened to what he had to say and they could have listened to other people but there was something about Jesus when they were with him that they felt love, caring, mercy, and what he said they believed. One of my least favorite outdoor activities, outdoor adventure activities, is caving. Now, caving because it's about darkness. Nobody likes darkness, but also about confined spaces. And uh, so I had to be challenged uh, early on to, be a, to go into a cave with somebody. I went with a cave. If you go, uh, cavers will say, now, when you get down there, you want to you push into a hole so you can find a new room. 
pushing a hole means you, you put your head in a hole and then you wriggle into it until you can find it opening up into a great gymnasium of stalactites, right? That's, that's, that's what you want. I remember uh, pushing a hole one time and it got more and more narrow to where I was just barely wiggling and I kind of got a little jammed. And I started, my pulse started racing and, and I got a little frightened. And um, I said, I'm stuck. And the voice said, turn your light off. So I did. And it was one of the most profound uh, moments in my faith journey to lay in a cave with a rock on my back and the mountain on my chest and my light turned off and just breathe, as Phil invited us to do in church here. Just to breathe. And I started thinking about the rock and the mountain on top of me, and I started thinking about uh, being at peace in the place where, where I had put myself. And somehow by relaxing and breathing and praying, I even, I even hummed a song in the dark, in the cave, with the mountain on my chest. And I guess you relax, and I just kind of wiggled out of there. This is the invitation of the psalmist to people who would go on a journey of faith and follow Christ is to be a people who are not paralyzed by our fear, but instead seek out the information that we need, the wisdom that we need to navigate this world of ours. Because we too want to, um, whatever, whatever your deal is today, you may have been somebody who crawled down a, a hole somewhere and you felt like you got stuck. You may be in one right now. Hear the psalmist who affirms for us, and I affirm to you, that God is our light and our salvation. Of whom shall we be afraid? Thanks be to God for the mercy, the love, the grace, and the light that comes to us in Christ. Amen. I think the greatest, not yet, <laughs> the greatest uh, story of the gospel is, is how Jesus himself went into the grave. He went right into that hole, right into the deepest darkness. And we are people who by faith say, and yes, he rose from the dead. That's our story. And that's how God would invite us to live.